Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com. With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to Cars.com. It's magical. Turn it up. Woo! That's not loud enough. It's loud to them, just not to us. Huh. That's better. That Holy moly, there's some stuff going on. We're <laughs> back! Did Good you... evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Blowhole on Finsider Radio. Yeah! It's, it's been a little while. We're a little excited. We're getting over, well, Rob's getting over being sick. Um, we both went on some, some business trips as well, so we, we missed some time. Too much time. But we are back. back. We are back. And we want to remind you that we're back. We are back. And we also have a Twitter account. It's called at TBlowhole on Twitter. And we have an email account that some of you are using, which is great. It is the blowhole radio, all one word, at gmail.com. That's the blowhole radio. So we will answer some questions and uh, get into some of the some yeah. of the use the, the interactions that we've uh, had in the past coming up couple weeks, which has been great. So it thanks is. you for thank thanks you, Th- thanks you English speaking people, you everyone <laughs> for emailing us. But uh, yeah, but we'll, we're back. Um, it's I, I you were in California. I was in Chicago. I was in Baltimore. There was way too much work going on. Baltimore got me sick as a dog. Um, I got probably whatever funk chased Joe Flacco out of town. Um, freezing in both of those places, snowed in both of those places. I'm glad to be back. It was not freezing in California. I was in San Francisco. It was cold, but you know, not freezing. Nice weather, nice people, good food, always good times. You know what those three places have in common? Terrible football teams. None of them have dolphins. Yes. No, they didn't get any dolphins in free agency. So... Speaking of free agency, uh, we're going to kick everything off by talking about what's happened in free agency in the past week or so, and then some of the moves the Dolphins have made since the last time we spoke. We thought there'd be some some cuts and some uh, some casualties, and they uh, they did in fact happen. So, and let me just 
for any for any of you, for any of our listeners out there who are a little bummed out that the Dolphins aren't making big moves and you're not all excited like the Browns are or the Jets or the Jets fans or the Raiders or the Raider fans remember although remember those are the Browns Jets and Raiders <laughs> well not just that the, rarely this you never see the Pats make big splashes on on day one of free agency like this is this is not how, you you rarely winning teams rarely make the big... We, we're usually ones making big right. splashes. It reeks of desperation, which yeah. is what we normally do. So. so we lost some guys, but we lost guys that got paid way too much, so good for them. Go make your money. God bless you. Thank you for playing. We'll get into um, you know some of them we love a lot more than others. Um, yeah. Oh, should we just talk about Cameron already? Yeah, we'll do That's Cameron. Sad. He deserves it. We'll do Cameron first. So, uh, so Cam Wake was uh, one of my all-time favorite Dolphins. I don't know about you. I'm sure most of our listeners would agree. Um, just a, a phenomenal outside linebacker when he signed, and uh, later in his career switched to a, a rushing end um, And when we went back to a 4-3. Um, signed from the Canadian Football League. We won a, a, a... There was a kind of a bidding war for his services when he was uh, entering the NFL. He was... I believe two-time defensive player of the year in the Canadian Football League before joining the Miami Dolphins at I think age 25 is when he signed with us. He was the Sperano era is when he signed and he was signed as an outside linebacker. Didn't start or play all that much his first season. That was Jason Taylor and Joey Porter were the outside linebackers then. Um but it was his second season I think is when he broke out and then uh just you know, the most sacks in the NFL since 2010, I believe, uh, from active active players, I believe. Yeah, monster. Maybe, maybe overall, but just a great great player. Great to watch him play. Seemed like an even better uh, teammate and locker room presence as Good well. Good dude. Like, yeah. So it's solid. And, Never got arrested for anything. Just seemed... <laughs> uh, you know what? I, I know that, that that shouldn't be the bar because he's way higher than that bar, right? He's not just that's, that's he's totally not fair. just a didn't get arrested. He just literally seemed like a very good dude. Yeah. Yes. So I don't have any cool anecdotal stories because I've never met him, um, and anything would be hearsay. But let's just make it up. There. I mean, there was that time he <laughs> saved my nephew from a burning building. Oh, that's right. That was fantastic. Yeah. Um, I remember that. Yeah, well, it was important to to yeah. me to because you know because I got to meet Cam. Yeah, was that that was the year he tore his Achilles tendon, right? So he was on crutches when he did that. Well, he well one of the crutches was on fire, but yeah. Okay, cool. Well, anyway, uh, we're we're definitely gonna miss Cameron Wake. He was uh, he's one of the ones too. Like I was talking to somebody who was like, oh man, now I have a you know a Cameron Wake jersey that's you know that's gonna. It, that's that's an all timer. That's like a Dan Marino or a yeah, Zach could, Thomas or Jason Taylor. You can say. wear that Cam jersey and be fine. Here's an interesting thing. So if and I don't know if these count. I mean, it is professional. The Canadian Football League is professional football. So oh, you're talking about Hall of Fame? Yeah. Like, do you think? Uh, do you th- I mean, he was transcendent for the time period. We just, I mean, since 2010, that's about 10 years. You know, to have the most sacks in the NFL for a 10 year period for a decade. Um, you know, I mean, he didn't plan any. Unfortunately. Uh, Two playoff, one one playoff appearance, one playoff appearance. I think for Cameron Wake, I, I blacked out. Yeah, thanks. Uh, not not I, on what you were saying <laughs> on like on like our on our on our uh, playoff history. Yeah, I think only the one. Right? Was that the the Steelers? Because Philbin never made it. Yeah, Gase made it, and I think he signed on with the Sperano team the year after they made the playoffs. So I don't think I don't think there were any any. Just the one, just just the one playoff appearance for uh, for Cameron Wake, which is unfortunate. I uh, wish him all the luck in the world. He did sign with Tennessee. I know we missed, we skipped that part. Uh, I'm sure he'll be a situational pass rusher for for that team. I 
think they play a 3-4, don't they? Because it's, it's Vrabel that coaches them. I believe they play a 3-4 defense. I might be wrong about that. So he would be doing... Be I mean, he's rushing, rushing the passer. It doesn't matter. Again, it doesn't yeah. matter how many of whatever he could be playing cornerback. He's the guy blitzing. I mean, he's run, he's running after the quarterback. That's his job. Yep. and he's good at it. He's very good at it. Um, he will be missed. Uh, good luck to him in Tennessee, though. Um, and I'm sure he'll play well. I'm sure he'll. You know, he was among the the PFF uh, Pro Football Focus stats for pass rushers. I think he was in the top five of the league last year as well in terms of. Uh, QB hurry percentage rate or something like that, which means he was when he was in there and uh, rushing the passer, he was getting pressure almost every almost every play. So, good luck, Cam. Best of luck to you. And um, I guess the next biggest loss would be Juwan James. He was the uh, starting right tackle last just, year. Before we get there, yeah. just to say, because obviously love Cam, but we. There was no reason for this team to give him three years and $23 million. Oh, absolutely not. And yeah. so I'm glad he's, for him, I'm glad he's getting it. This team probably isn't going anywhere during his next one or two years of, of relevance. So let him go play for a team, you know, that's got a shot of making a playoff push and, and, and whatever. It's good for him. I'm not not going to boo him. Not mad. I'm not going to root oh, against no. him. He's you know. And first of all, I'm and sure honestly, he wanted to stay too. That's the thing. Like when yeah, when guys are like, you can't be mad at a player when the team doesn't really try to you right. know to to keep them. Yeah, he was not in the plans for right. this for this team moving forward, which is. It is fine. I mean, I believe it's time to move on. And, it's time to start actually rebuilding this team. And oddly enough, that. That that South is all of a sudden like not a. It's like a good division. It's not. No, I mean the Colts are good. Houston's good, and now you got the Jags and Titans are capable. They're like those. You know they could be. We don't know where they're going. They're on that cusp. They could collapse, but they could make a playoff run. So all of a sudden, that's not a, that cakewalk division that's been forever. Yes. So listeners, I um as as you are well aware that uh, Rob and I are both Madden players. Um, I'm. Just finished simulating this the upcoming season. So I did the draft and free agency and all that and kind of rebuilt the Dolphins in what I think is going to happen or what they should do. Um, and I finished that so that the upcoming season was the season I just finished. And the AFC South, all of those teams, uh, three of them finished 9-7 and seven and one of them finished 8-8 eight and eight in that Madden simulation I did. See that? Take it to the bank. Yeah. So that just shows that they're they're all competitive for the most part. I mean, it is a pretty competitive division. Yeah. No, I mean, I mean, it's been a laughing stock for for yeah, but a no, long even time. even last year, I mean, you had three of those teams were right 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 up to the last week, and two of them made the playoffs, and then the one that didn't was the Jaguars, and they were in the AFC title game the year before. So, um, yeah, and they've been they made some noise in free agency as well. So, let's continue with our Dolphins and free agency. So, yes. the next player, the next best player that they lost was Juwan James, who I would have loved to have kept. Talent wise, young but I player, would never want to give him that salary. No, yeah, have, have fun in Denver. Congratulations to Juwan James, and again. thank you for the third round comp- compensatory pick we're likely to get. Both uh, he and Wake, if the Dolphins continue to not be big players in free agency, should yield some uh, compensatory picks because they played uh, a vast majority of the snaps last year. James played and signed I think 100% big contracts. Of, it, it also yeah. the, there's a, there's like three pieces. It's the contract. Because I looked this up, I'm not smart. Yeah. <laughs> There's like the, it's the contract they sign. I'm not smart either, it's, but I it's actually knew this. Like how much playing time they had, and it's, it's playoffs. Like if if there was like playoff playing time or al- playoff accolade, like good stats in the playoffs, all add into that. Obviously, we didn't have any playoffs. Of the playoffs. <laughs> exactly, we're talking about playoffs. Yeah. 
but yeah, but um, but those guys, uh, those guys should actually rack something up, and I don't see us being huge spenders uh, in free agency. Nope. Yeah, we'll get to that as well, or what we think is going to happen. Um, so after Juwan James, the next one was Danny Amendola cut. Uh, no surprise there. I, I believe they saved some cap money by that by uh, releasing him. I believe they recouped all of that salary. I think it was six million. It was a cap number of six million. Um, and he was cut, and then he went on to sign with the Lions. There will be no draft pick compensation for that since he was a cut and right. not a free agent. Um, but I am okay with that one as well. I thought maybe they might keep him because of the Patriot ties. It sounded like there was some familiarity there, but um, honestly, I just don't. I don't see a place for him on this team. So it's kind of funny because obviously Detroit not a rebuilding team. Detroit is the other like New England trying, you know, coaching tree team and trying to sort of bringing in. They're not they trying signed to a do, lot of Patriots. They signed a lot of Patriots also, and but I this is this is where the Homer in me comes out because I look at them and I'm like, I mean, the Trey Flowers deal wasn't bad. It was a lot of money, but I think he's good and it, it's it's more than he's worth. But he's I a good player. No part of that. I'm shaking my head. The okay, can't but see I, it. I don't I don't think that's terrible. I'm not I'm not saying like oh crap we should have done that. But that but no. That's true because they they make guys do that in New England. They leave and they just you know they they can manufacture pass rush and but okay. But either way, no part of that. I'm laughing like I look at all the things they do and I'm like, you're terrible. You can't. You're just signing terrible Patriots and you don't know what you're doing. And then I'm like, we're signing good Patriots. <laughs> like I, <laughs> somehow when we do it, I think it's okay. When Flores and our and our guys are doing it, I'm like, yeah, we're trying something new. We're gonna get into what our guys are doing, but we're gonna go through all the cuts first. Um, all right, so yeah, Amendola goes up to Detroit. Um, he didn't really get, I don't know. I mean, he was fine. I think he caught like 59. He was hey, probably their leading receiver, but yeah, I mean, whatever. At this point, he's just in the way of, your boy, Devontae Parker. We'll get to that. We're, not, right. we're not there excited. yet. All right. I, know. I can go. Too. So I'm, I'm looking at this fantastic Finsider, uh, Dolphins free agent updated page here so we can kind of go in order and gloss over the ones we don't care about just so we don't miss anybody no that's good i mean i'm going by the ones that like the biggest names like yeah. i think i'm going in order i think I've, i i didn't forget anybody from that's but bigger i think than you Amandola, talked about right? the ones we need i think the ones we kind of needed to talk about the big ones there's well no, no i mean there's other ones that they got a lot of cap savings from so those would be that's what i was going to get into right now so amandola right. saved them six million yep um uh, Oh, Branch Andre Branch was that his name? Yes, it was Andre Branch. Cut. He had a his the deal he got was way too large, but they cut him and they saved about eight million dollars by cutting him. Um, which is, I mean, he was a rotational pass rusher. He was good in his first season here, but after getting the the contract extension, he was marginal, marginal at best. So um, he is gone. Uh, another play, and I don't really think he's going to fit the scheme that they're going to want to run anyway. So. Um, uh, best of luck to him, um, but uh, yeah, not going to be missed. Uh, next one, uh, Josh Sitton uh, played all of one game for us last year. Um, he was cut. I think a cap savings. Were we about, won that game, though. We did. About $5 million, um by cutting him, and he goes to, he'll most likely go to New York, the Jets, from what I hear, because we know why. Um, AG? Yep. And then uh, Daniel Kilgore was the center that was cut. I believe he saved them about $3 million. I think he also played only one or two games for us last year. Um, Ted Larson was a rotational backup offensive lineman who ended up playing a lot. He had the big block that sprung the Miami Miracle way downfield. Um, he'll always be remembered for that in my mind. Um, but also, I think, cap savings of a couple million by letting him go as well. 
and he signed back with the Bears. He's back the Bears, but didn't he play for the Bears before? Didn't I think we so. signed him from oh, the Bears? Oh, did he already go back? Did yeah, he, he signed, signed he signed with the Bears. Okay. Um so did I forget anybody that was cut? Uh so I know no. Brendel was non tendered. So uh, Jake Brendel's a backup offensive lineman who was non tendered. Carew was also non tendered, and I like Leonte Carew, but he will most likely not be back. The, well, and the, Mike and they Hall were restricted. Was, yeah, the, Mike Hall was another one who I who I liked. Restricted free agent who was not uh, tendered, so they can that make that makes them unrestricted free agents, right? Uh, if I think so, at some point, if you're not tendered, yet, yeah, and I think already like that that part has passed. Yeah, so Hall was a core special teams guy, uh, backup linebacker. Um, Every time he was on the field, he seemed like he was near the ball or making plays. So, um, anyway, I like those core special teams guys, and maybe they could bring him back for the cheap. But I don't know. I guess we'll see. Carew most likely not coming back. Uh, that was a wasted, wasted, wasted draft pick, and they traded a draft pick to move up to get him as well. So that was a, a gase faux pas, I suppose. Um, never really panned out. He might get an opportunity elsewhere. I thought I saw some promise from him. Um, seemed like a decent wide receiver, so maybe getting some some playing time somewhere else will do him some good. Um, other than that, no Miami Dolphins have been. No other ones lost that I can think of. Uh, well, Brandon Bolden has signed oh, with the yes. Patriots. Yep, Brandon Bolden. I liked him, but not really. Again. Uh, oh, Frank, Frank Gore. Gore. Derp. Yep, Frank Gore, unrestricted free agent. Oh. I wonder if they'll get any compensation for him as well because he played a majority of the snaps on offense I don't, and signed I, a pretty decent sized deal with Buffalo. I mean, not huge, but I mean, it might be something, but I don't. It's not like that third round. I mean, that's guys. No, who but it could be bank. like a fifth or yeah. I mean, he was their starting running back last that's year. That's true. Had so, a lot of carries, probably, yeah. probably too many. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Uh, very highly rated by Pro Football Focus. Um, okay, so that is it, I believe, um, we for did, things that have happened. Well, we we as far uh, as cuts, we tendered. Uh, well, do you want to talk about the re-signings? Yeah, that's the next step. All right. So and, the big free agent free signing so far. Well, forget. I mean, the own guys. Do you want to talk about the own guys? Oh yeah, sure. Or as opposed to the big, the big. No, I was I was really splash. excited about the news. <laughs> All right, go. So Dwayne Allen, uh, second string tight end, blocking inline blocking tight end for the New England Patriots for the last couple seasons, uh, did have some good pass catching seasons in Indianapolis. I think people might right. forget that. Um, but for I think over the last three seasons, I believe he's caught like two passes. <laughs> yeah, it's been like ridiculous. <laughs> Signed for seven million dollars, and I believe two years, maybe three year deal. But I, I know it's probably backloaded. Like it's probably not a huge cap number. Locker room guy, I'm sure they're bringing him in because he knows the system, is a good blocker. Dolphins clearly are not happy with that tight end room because they also brought in Clive Walford, former Miami Hurricane, who was, I believe, a pretty high draft pick by the Oakland Raiders and never panned out. I think he went, he played in New York for a little while. Receiving tight end, supposed to be that seam threat type of guy. Um, had some decent years with Carr out in Oakland, but uh, nothing to write home about. And I think he's more of a camp body. I don't know if he's a lock to make the team, maybe push... Gusecki, hopefully. Um, but they also have, you know, they had a pretty decent tight end room before bringing those guys in, I thought. Uh, Mike Gusecki, uh, Durham Smythe, who were both draft picks last year, um, and then Nick O'Leary, who we both really liked as a, you know, a, bl- a good blocker and a decent receiver. So 
pretty full tight end room. Um, maybe and, they're thinking they can switch some of these guys' to offensive line just, to fill some of the holes. Just then, just the AJ Derby is a re- unrestricted free agent that we have not resigned. I mean, he seemed to be. I'm sure Adam Gase will sign him. Yeah, I mean, he. he it seemed like he every time like, oh, is that all? Like he he had a couple big catches, a touchdown in one of the early games, and I mean, like literally a couple. I remember, and then he'd get hurt. Um, but Gase loves him. I believe he's followed Gase pretty much everywhere he's gone. Um, yeah, so the Dolphins, uh, the new so, regime seems to love tight ends. Very important. I can't believe you have... I'm not there yet. I know exactly what you're going to talk about. I'm not, I'm not bring, there yet. To go there now. Uh, well, no, there's a couple. There's one other, one other free agent signing. Eric Rowe, another former New England Patriot at cornerback. Before the big news, which is... One of my favorite Miami Dolphin players, Devontae Parker, who everybody no, was... No, that's not what I was talking about. Oh, it's not? No. Oh, well, well, uh, let me. I'm already talking about it, so let me go. All right, but it's not as important as our long snapper. Oh, Denny? Yeah. They brought him back? Oh, yeah. <laughs> that guy's awesome. Anyway, um, Devontae Parker, yes. So restructured his deal. Everybody had him left for dead as a, as a cap casualty. Um, you know, he was scheduled his fifth-year option, which was picked up by the team was $9.3 million against the cap unless they cut him. Uh, they did not cut him. They restructured. Um, a two-year deal, I believe, in the $11 million range where it's basically a one-year prove-it deal because I think right. it's only going to count like three and a half to $4 million against the cap, which is a steal if he actually produces. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I think he's been a... You can buy that jersey. Yeah, I can finally get that 11 jersey with confidence. Not really. Um, but I do think the guy has all the talent in the world, and this isn't going to be another Dion uh-huh. Jordan diatribe. I think he. This, I think there's been some circumstance around him that has been not self-inflicted, like no substance abuse or drug issues or anything like that. Seems that he has a bit of an injury history, as we're all well aware. He seems soft, doesn't seem to fight for the ball, hasn't had a lot of opportunity. I will say in the in the Gase era, he didn't really get a lot of opportunity. He seemed to produce a little bit more in the Philbin era. Um, but he was hurt a lot, so um, I don't know. I'm thinking with a, the new coaching staff, they're obviously showing some some faith in him. He's the only wide receiver in that room that has any size. Um, he's big and he's fast, and he makes phenomenal catches when he tries to catch the ball. Wow. He also drives you insane. Because he doesn't try. Because he doesn't always try to catch the ball. Um, there are certain plays where it looks like he is completely lost. Um Again, maybe they can coach him up. Maybe this is scheme. If they get a decent quarterback in there who can get him the ball, I think that'll play into it. Um, he was at his best when Tannehill was pushing the ball downfield and giving him shots. Uh, the one game where he, he had a really good game against Houston this year, that was when Osweiler was trying to get him the ball downfield. Um, and he was, you know, he was making some plays. So we'll see. God, I mean, I'm such was, an apologist. I, was, I can't believe I even let you just go on that. I was just, I'm just like, oh my god, that he's rate still is talking about it. A pretty <laughs> is is a pretty good. I think that's a pretty good deal for the team. Okay, right here. Let's. Uh, we don't. We don't. And put, I'm not even that drunk right now. We don't even put that many bets on here. But so you. So it's a it's a two year deal. It's a it's really like a one year prove it deal. This time next year, going into the 2020 season or 2020, yep, going into the 2020 season, 
Is he on the is he on the team or not? Yes. No, he's not. No? No, I say this is his prove it year and, and he, he proves he fails to prove it. He he proves me right. One of the things that was interesting, and we can this is I mean, as we're starting to get into like I wanna dolphin know, speculation I wanna know, in free agency. I wanna know what uh bes- but besides the fact that you're tired of hearing us talk about Devontae Parker, I would like to know what you guys out there think about Parker if are you still tantalized by his uh by his upside upside as uh James Radio is or are you just so tired of it you're just like you're it's like that hot girlfriend where you're just like you know what the crazy's too much go 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 bang all my friends (laughs) I don't care anymore uh because I'm I'm the crazy's too much for me I it's just I'm done I'm going around if he if he's great fine I'd be I'd be I'd be ecstatic I'm just not expecting just with the amount of leash they gave Tannehill I, I think he's, you know, I, I think Parker's earned a little bit more. All right. Well, my, I need a drink. Let's, uh, let's take a little break. We'll come back and finish we'll our free agency folks, diatribe. Twitter, at T Blowhole. The... Capital T. Oh, <laughs> God, you're going to make me curse, and I don't, I don't think we're allowed to do that. Um, uh, the blowhole radio at gmail.com. Yes. That's all lowercase and all one word. All right. We'll actually, uh, and maybe after the break, we'll get into some of, some of your guys thoughts on this, but, uh, keep giving us your thoughts uh, on Twitter or the email and definitely let me know what you think about Parker. Cause maybe I'm the only one, maybe you guys, uh, no, I'm maybe sure you're many of them hate Devonte Parker. This is advertiser content brought to you by Frito-Lay. Hello, I'm Chip Murphy, here to get you ready for the big tournament. Tonight we'll break down... We break down who will be cutting... Cut! What are you two doing? Sorry, Chip. Prez here got his feathers ruffled when I told him Ruffles has zero chance of winning the title. And I was letting Dip know that she is not taking into account Ruffles' iconic ridges. Guys, it's March. We have to start talking about the tournament. We are... It is the 2023 Frito-Lay Snackin'. We're talking about big-time matchups between Cheetos, Smart Food, Lay's, Sun Chips, and more. Just head to the Frito-Lay Snack Bracket and vote for your favorite chip, pretzel, or dip for a chance to win up to $1,000 or a year's worth of snacks. This sounds great. Keep up the good work. Just go to frito No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends 4-3-2023. Void wherever hit Here's worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. And we're back. So we were talking about Devontae Parker leading into the break, so that was it's a good segue into um, some of the other like speculation about the Dolphins and free agency. So we learned today that Teddy Bridgewater decided to stay in uh, New Orleans to be the backup and um, maybe get some assurances there that he is the heir apparent to Drew, to Drew Brees and the Saints. He'd rather stay there than get, you know, a one-year bridge quarterback deal with the Miami Dolphins. Um, he did come down. Uh, he was in Miami uh, last night, so that would be was it the 13th of, of March that he was in Miami visiting the Miami Dolphins. Teddy Bridgewater is a Miami native. Um, he played high school in Miami. He grew up in Miami. Uh, big Miami Dolphin fan, from what I understand, as a child growing up. Um, but decided that the Saints opportunity was better, apparently. So he's going to be staying there, which is fine. I'm not too... I, wouldn't, I didn't really care too much if he came. I would have been interested because he was... In the fact that they're keeping Devontae Parker, he was Devontae Parker's quarterback in college. 
And the best years of both of their career were when they were together. The, I mean, granted, it was college, but that's where they were putting up all their big numbers. That's what got Bridgewater a first-round draft So pick. you say they're really good when they're playing against non-professionals. Correct, or maybe there's some kind of chemistry there where they're, they're maybe the, maybe there's a quarterback, wide receiver chemistry thing going on there. But either way, we'll never, or we're not going to find out this season. Maybe we'll find out next year when one of them gets cut, and maybe they both sign on to the same team. Perhaps, who knows. But Bridgewater is staying in New Orleans. Um, the quarterback carousel in the NFL, I believe the last time we spoke was the first domino that had fallen was Joe Flacco. A lot has happened since then. A lot has happened since then. One of the things that has not happened is Ryan Tannehill getting cut or traded. I know they were trying to, I believe one of the teams that was interested or one of the teams that I was hearing was interested was the Washington Redskins. That was one that I would have liked to have seen him go to, but instead they decided that Case Keenum was a safer bet and they made a trade for Case Keenum. So take what is Keenum of... making? It's a lot less than Tannehill. Don't you have it up in front of you? I, I know what Tannehill is making. I don't know what Keenum's making. Oh, um, I can look I think... it up. And I, I think because they traded him, um, the number was. Uh, I think his. I think his actual contract number was pretty high. I don't know if he renegotiated it. Wow, Alex Smith has a twenty million cap hit, forty two in dead money. Yeah. Wow, that team is in such trouble. Yeah, so they're going to be relying on Case Keenum, um, another quarterback that the Dolphins. Yeah, Keenum. By the way, his cap number is three point five million. So that's way that I'd rather have him at three point five than Tannehill at anything. <laughs> Correct. Yeah, that's fair. Um, so, so Keenum's in Washington. Uh, Tyrod Taylor was a Miami Dolphin uh, supposed target or a supposed quarterback that the Dolphins might have been interested in as a bridge. He signed with the San or the Los Angeles Chargers. He did today. not. He's like, you know what? I'm not doing that bridge thing. That just doesn't work out for me. Nah. I'm just, I just want to get, I just want to get paid to hold a clipboard. Pretty much, and that's fine. Los Angeles is a great place to do that. That is a good football team. Philip Rivers never gets hurt, so um, that's a great place for him to go if that's what he's truly after. Nick Foles was traded to the Jacksonville Jaguars, or no? unrestricted free agent signed by the Jacksonville Jaguars because the uh, Eagles did not tender him or um, attempt to trade him. They just let him go. Um, And I believe that takes care of that. There is the draft speculation that we'll get into shortly, but in terms of free agency, the Miami Dolphins still have Ryan Tannehill as quarterback. I believe they save more in dead money if they cut him after June 1st. Um, There's also rumblings of them just keeping him for uh, yet another season, and we knew what we knew it was a. It was. I a, didn't think it was a possibility. I really didn't think that. that no, was I don't. I'm, I was getting to the the trade the trading him. We, we knew it was a. It was, was a, a super shot. long shot, and if we could have gotten it, fine. But nobody. That's that salary is way too high. I mean, somebody might have taken a chance for him, um, but not not at that salary. Yeah, had Bridgewater signed, I mean, the writing would have been on the wall. Um, to me, it seems very obvious they want to get a they want to get a veteran in here at a at a decent at a decent cost and draft a quarterback. That's the, there was like. one fun article um, when when Bridgewater was hotly rumored to be coming here because uh, one of the Dolphins executive is in is in New Orleans, an ex executive oh, Jeff Ireland. Yes, yeah. So and so that people were like, well, you know, then they um, they're very well. The Saints would be interested in, in Tannehill if he gets cut to be the backup. They're like, nope, nope, we 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 have no no interest in Tannehill being the backup to Drew Brees. Thank you very much. Jeff Ireland knows. <laughs> yeah, I, I I'm not a big Omar Kelly fan, but I did see he tweeted that like, why would Jeff Ireland sign Ryan Tannehill after Ryan Tannehill got him fired? <laughs> I was like, I in fairness, I don't think that Ryan Tannehill is why Jeff Ireland got fired. I think Deion Jordan is why. 
he got fired, but uh, whatever. Whatever terrible draft pick Jeff Ireland made. There were there were so many. It's it's more camel's back straws type of things. Yeah. So I don't know where Tannehill ends up, honestly. Like you know, if we're playing that speculation game, I I just hope he's not the quarterback of the Miami Dolphins next year. I I don't want to see it anymore. I'm, but, I'm done with it. But but okay. So what's left? I mean. I mean, obviously, we in free all... agency, not much. In free agency, what's left? I my favorite of what's left actually is Ryan Fitzpatrick. Ryan Fitzpatrick, exactly. Um, which we did have an email that mentions this. We're not going to get into all of the emails all at once, but since we are talking about it, I will uh, bring up an email from. Was it me? Did I send this email? No, oh. Daniel Nasser. So um, what's up, Dan? Yeah. So he actually, it's a very he wrote a very long and uh, but a good email about. Uh, what he was hoping the Dolphins would do, and he did mention that uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick is who he would like to uh, see the Dolphins sign. So I think we had talked about it briefly, I think, the last time we spoke. I think he'd be fun to watch. Fun to watch. Great locker room presence and the quintessential bridge quarterback. Some jerk didn't actually forward me that email, so I didn't get to read Dan's email yet. Don't you have access to our email? I don't have the password, so it makes it really hard to read any of the emails that are in it. All right, good to know. Um, But I will get the password and read that. But without knowing that, I completely agree with Dan without reading his email because for what you just said, now that, like, there's some of the other, like, middling options are gone... Fitz magic is fun. He might throw five picks, but he might throw five touchdowns. Like at least, it, at least you go in Sunday being like, what, "What's it going to be? Is it going to be awesome or awesomely terrible?" My only question is how well he would get along with uh, with Minka Fitzpatrick, given the whole uh, trademark thing. I think they'll be all right. I think they could actually. I think they could actually do a little like deal on that. Get them both in on it. I'm, I like it. Be some Fitz Magics. Magics. Fitz Magics. Fitz Magics. Yeah. Yeah. So um, outside of... Uh, but the guy could throw... But you know what? But with Stills and Parker, that'd actually be kind of fun because the guy could throw a long ball. So He can. Um, I, I'd be okay with that. And I still am hoping that they draft a quarterback early in this draft. Uh, we'll get to the draft stuff later. Um, other free agent speculation involving the Miami Dolphins, not much, which I must say is, it's kind of refreshing. Um, I saw they had interest in, um, uh, a Tennessee Titans guard who was a starter for the Titans last year. Uh, I can't remember his first name. Austin Spain, maybe was the guy's name. Um, he's less of a move blocker and more of a power guy, um, which fits into kind of the, the type of offense that the Patriots run. Uh, where they don't have a lot of move offensive guys, meaning they don't run out and pull and block. They're more straight ahead, plow forward, um, which I'm fine with if they want to build the offensive line that way. I think Tunsil's kind of an athletic guy, but he can kind of do both. Um, you know, his main purpose is to, you know, pass protect. He's a, he's a good run blocker. Juwan James was an excellent run blocker um, and kind of a, not a liability in the passing game, but more of a solid pass blocker. Um, and then uh, Jesse Davis, um, who I was reading about today actually got one of the largest pay increases uh, due to performance. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, you know, so they have, there's some, I mean, with Davis and, and Tunsil, there are some pieces there on the offensive line, but there are a lot of holes that they're going to need to fill. So Spain would be a good place to start. Um, I would like to see them draft um, a center, and they're going to have to get a right tackle somewhere as well. So um, we'll see. Um, I don't know, but free agency, there's not a ton left in terms of like high profile offensive linemen, which is fine. Cause you don't want to 
you don't want they're the, getting overpaid all of the all of the all of the successful teams they they get the 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 four to six million dollar guys like those are the guy and and hopefully they outperform that money you know obviously if they suck you know you don't win but yep yeah but, so the the patriots last year this is they traded a very low round draft pick for a guy named Trent Brown, who ended up being their starting left tackle for the entire year and way overperformed. And then the Raiders and way overpaid by paid, the Raiders paid him $16 million to come be their starting left tackle next year, where he will definitely not live up to that contract. He might be a solid left tackle, but at making $16 million, you have to be, I don't know. I, it was a, I was a difference maker. Yeah. I didn't realize how like out of whack that was to like, to, to like until you really start looking at it. I mean, Juwan James got thirteen million, which is also right insane. Again, solid player. I really liked him. I wish they would have kept oh, yeah, him because yeah. he's young enough, and he would have been a good building block for this offensive line. But geez, but that's no that's the problem with free agency. If you're going for solid players, you're you're overpaying because you're in a bidding war. And Another just... former Dolphin offensive lineman, Billy Turner. Do you remember how terrible he was? Yes, he's. I guess he's been starting around the league. He got a ton of money in free agency. Like he was a first day signing. I think the Packers signed him. Good for Billy. Which is crazy. He was awful. I believe he was the same draft as Juwan James. If I'm not if I'm not mistaken, he's the one that uh, was it Dan Campbell that cut him right away or was it uh, Gase? One of those guys was just like, he had a bad game, and he was like, they're like, that's it. <laughs> done with you. <laughs> like, we're done. Um, anyway, so Billy Turner moving on. Uh, another former Dolphin offensive lineman getting way overpaid. Third round of 2014. Yeah. So that 2014 draft was uh, Juwan James, Jarvis Landry, Billy Turner. Guys all getting paid elsewhere. Um, anyway. Uh, other Miami Dolphins speculation, I, what they're going to do in free agency. I don't think there's a lot more they can do. I'm surprised they haven't cut Robert Quinn. That suggests they're going to maybe keep him because he did get a $1.1 million bonus by not getting cut before today. So they're going to have to pay him. I think they were trying to cut, trade They were him. trying to trade him. Maybe they're still going to try and trade him because there's no dead money. Even if they cut him after this, then they're just, you know, they just eat that $1.1 million, which I guess isn't that bad if they can try and get a draft pick for him. But... They're not going to get a high draft pick, so this to me this suggests they're thinking about keeping him. Which I mean, he's fine; he's not a bad player. I mean, at that rate, I just he doesn't translate into the three four schemes they're going to want to run. I know they're running a hybrid, but but there will be times when you want the guy out there. But yeah, for that kind of money, do you want somebody out there just once in a while? I don't know. We'll see. I mean, he's a. I thought he he's good. I mean, he's a good player, but I don't know. I just don't see where he fits. He's still pretty young too, so. Um, Xavier Howard has not gotten, um, his giant contract extension or giant contract deal. Doesn't look like they've said they're not going to trade him. So he'll be on the team. I hope they work out a deal for him. Well, I think the plan is to do that. I mean, yep. Rashad Jones cannot be cut. He will, his cap number is ridiculous. If he's cut the amount of dead money, his dead money is 23 million. His cap hit is 17. So it's, do, would you like him to play for you for 17 million or would you like him to play for somebody else for 23 million against your cap? Yeah. So, um, I guess there's always the possibility he can be traded. Um, but you had brought, you brought up an excellent point. The safety market right now is saturated. So everybody that wanted one got one. That was yeah. Pay for and there's still a bunch out there. I mean, yeah. So, um, any other speculation? I mean, Kiko Alonso is a guy that might get cut. He doesn't really fit into this 3-4 or 4-3 hybrid scheme. And he's 
He's an eight over eight million dollar cap hit with only three and a half in dead money. So it's a definitely a target. Yeah, he could be cut. Um, I'd be fine with him staying if they think he's you know. I like him. I yeah. just don't think he doesn't. He's already he's tried playing on three fours before and it was disastrous. Well, we're not just three four. We're gonna. I don't know. Honestly, I don't know. I don't know how you pay that guy, a guy that much I don't money. Know, he's going to be a situational guy. I don't know if anyone else is able to do what Belichick does, but the way the way the that the uh, the Patriots would actually revamp their defense week to week. Oh, in game and in game, but like, but 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 they would they would draw up a whole new game plan to 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 exploit the weakness of the offense they were playing. Yeah, and and I don't. I mean, I. I think they're going to try to do that and i hope they can but that might be a thing that only belichick can do like yeah it, it you know people are like well do what they do it might it's not not as easy as it sounds i mean that is hopefully you know maybe they learn maybe that you know they they've been there i know that they don't you know the patriots aren't big on on letting everyone see all the pieces it's sort of like a like horses with 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 blinders on like this is what you do focus on that and but, but you got to kind of learn what's going on in the other rooms, I would think. Yeah. So, I mean, just, and we're going to finish up this uh, free agency speculation right about now, but, I mean, we'd like to see them bring in a bridge quarterback, meaning they're going to signaling the end of the Ryan Tannehill era. Um, and I, I think at least, at least one offensive lineman to be signed for a starting position, hopefully two. Um on defense, I don't really think they need it. I don't think there's any like gaping holes they need to fill. I mean, they need to draft. I want to see them draft. They're gonna need. They're gonna need some pass rushers. I mean, but if they're keeping Robert Quinn, um, you know, and then they and then I would like you know one of their first two picks should be on an edge guy with this the, the as deep as this draft is, and that's a good segue to start talking about the draft now. But um, draft strategy for this team, I don't think they're gonna be trading up to get a quarterback in this draft. So I don't want them to. I I if if one of the four falls to thirteen, you take them. What? I don't see how you can't. You 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 you're the, let the let Greer. But you stand pat. Like you, you, you don't stand trade pat. Up. You don't trade up. Don't panic. Don't trade up because we'll because next year's d- even deeper quarterback, and we probably won't be drafting any better than we are now. So. Go in there. Let's just, yeah, I'm fine. Rank, you know, let Greer pick, you know, put the four in order and take the highest one if he, if he's there at 13. Well, if it looks, you know, I'm, am I going to scream if, if if the three of them are gone by 10 and they give up a the third or a four, you know, and they give up a little something to jump up, a, a, you know, one or two? That's fine. But I don't want to be giving up the big packages, the future ones and and another like then the one and two this year or something just to move up you know 10 spot five to 10 spots agreed so we're both in agreement we want them to, to stand pat at 13 and see what happens i because if if you don't get one of the quarterbacks let's get a good get a good lineman defensive or offensive get a good get something good somebody we know you know right i just i just can't see it like i can't see other i can't see any team selling the farm to trade up for one of these quarterbacks I just I don't see it. There's there's everybody seems set. Everybody seems to have their guy, especially with all the quarterbacks that went early last year. 
Um, you know, there's no, like, even the terrible teams that are at the front of the draft or most of the teams that drafted those quarterbacks early last year, um, what, number one being the Arizona Cardinals first off. But um, I do want to, and we'll talk about that in a second, I do want to give uh, another one of our emailers sent in an email um, regarding the quarterback draft situation. Who was it? His name is Zach Rittering. And, Zach! Yeah. Hold on. What's up, Zach? Thanks for the email, bud. And he wanted to know, so this, it, this was from a couple weeks ago. Um, but he was asking who he thought would do better in Miami, Drew Locke or Kyler Murray. So this was before any of the any of the Murray news had really happened. He hadn't really declared for the NFL yet. The combine hadn't happened. He didn't measure in at five ten at the combine. So none of those things had happened when he sent this. So it really seemed like both of them might be in play at thirteen. Um, now it seems like if they want Murray, they're probably going to have to trade up for him. But that could all be smoke too, and we'll talk about that. But just purely, if they have a choice between the two of them, I still say Locke. I mean, I said that from before. I mean, even with I'm not. I think Murray's going to be a fine player in the NFL. I just I think Locke is more and cut I, out. For and him. I think we actually talked about this, if not last time, the time before. Like we and I'm not drunk, guy, and you're not drunk this time. Um, I said I might change my mind as things got closer, but I haven't yet. I'm still a Murray. I'm, I still want. I'm still swinging for the fences with Murray. Um, just the the upside is too like holy crap. That uh, that that if if I had the choice, I'm taking him. Both of those guys have tremendous upsides yeah, yeah, based like, off of their based off of their arm talent. I think Locke has way more arm talent than Murray does, just from a from a pure passing standpoint. And come to find out, Locke was actually a basketball prospect, so he's pretty athletic. No, 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 no. base. We want baseball players. Okay, well, anyway, but yeah, no, Locke seems like he's pretty. Baseball athletic players too. have to throw. We we've established that Drew Locke can throw the ball. <laughs> anyway. I think, I, I, to me, I think, well, actually, I think Haskins is probably the most polished of the quarterback. He's He fits the mold, the, yeah. the old, especially the old mold. Um, yeah. But, I, I mean, honestly, it's a, I mean, I don't know. He's Has anyone looked more like a giant than Haskins anyway? No, I know. he's he's. Which brings me to this point right now. Like, with that, with all the quarterback, the quarterback carousel that's happened, the fact that so many quarterbacks were drafted in the first round last year, everybody's pretty much set at quarterback. There is one team, the New York Giants, that'll that is drafting ahead of the Dolphins and needs a quarterback. I can't think of anybody else that's that in need of a quarterback. There's nobody that that that's that in need. That screams ahead of they're going to be but trading up. The card the, we don't or that's ahead of us. The Cardinals the, have put out yes, the Cardinals. There seems to be there's a lot of buzz around the Cardinals saying that they're going to draft Kyler Murray first. Well, and it was with the coach. It was the stuff the coach said, like guys said, the way and before a lot of he came was out the coach. at the combine yeah. as well, where all the teams were like, "We're we're pretty certain that you know it's it seems like a foregone conclusion that Kyler Murray is going to be the first pick in this draft." And that to me that means that Josh Rosen, who was a very they traded up to get Josh Rosen last year into the top ten, who was their quarterback last year. So that means he they're gonna you know if they're taking Murray first they're gonna have to trade Rosen, right? You would think so. Well, that you don't draft. Do you draft Murray and keep Rosen? I mean, I guess it's in the realm of possibility. I mean the yeah the the Redskins that year draft they drafted Cousins and and RG three in the same draft. So so I mean the Cardinals drafting Murray doesn't really hurt us that much because it just means that Rosen's gonna go to another team that needs a quarterback. So not the Miami Dolphins because I don't want them to trade for him. So here's well, from what I hear, they have no interest in that. I don't think they. I mean, I would trade for him for like if you can get him for like a third, and then see and then whatever, and then see what happens from there. But but yeah, just but I agree for a third. For a, I, be, I would trade. I would trade a third. I, I believe 
the Cardinals' interest in Murray is just to get people to trade for Murray. It's just to to say like, yeah, hey, but, we want him. If you want this pick, you have to blow us away. I think you know. But who's that's the thing? Who's trading up to get him? Well, you you the Giants aren't going to do it. So the Giants may not probably. Although who honestly, knows who, with the what's Giants, going on with that team right now? I you know maybe they do it to try and make their fans happy. I don't know. The I mean the buzz. If I mean adding him with with Barkley and then then Golden Tate. They, oh, poor, <laughs> poor Golden Tate. I mean I don't feel bad. They should for him. give him thirteen. Yeah. <laughs> like how does he? How did he even go there? Like how would? Oh, they're going to eat him alive. Okay. No, but going back. So. Uh, so a team that's they have to be ahead. the team ahead of us who I don't see the I, it doesn't make sense for the Raiders to go for a rookie quarterback. No, not after everything they've with done with all they've done for. But I mean, Gruden's nuts too. But I mean, he's not. But that Gru- crazy. But, but but he also hates rookie quarterbacks. I understand, but there, there's like they still have to play a year in Oakland when. Who the hell wants to go see their games when they know they're leaving? So throw in the you know, throw in Murray and all of a sudden, you know, maybe you get it maybe you're just getting maybe for the buzz of it, and then you go into Las Vegas with Murray and Antonio Brown or whatever. I'm not I'm saying it's a thirty to forty percent possibility. So what I'm saying is Drew Locke is more likely than not to be there at thirteen. But even with all of this craziness. Like even if Somebody trades up to get Murray. The Giants take Haskins. Is that I don't see anybody trading up to get Locke, trading ahead of 13 okay. to get Locke. But here it is. So 10 and 11 is the Broncos and the Bengals. They don't need quarterbacks, but if they love one of those guys, they're going to take them. They're going to take them, and they're fine, whether they sit behind uh, Flacco and, and uh, who the heck is the – is it still uh, – they cut Paxton Lynch. I don't know who their backup quarterback is. Right. Simeon. I, I think, think Trevor. I know Simeon's actually a free agent because I saw. I think there was like. I saw a thing. One of the guys that Miami can go for. Actually, Osweiler too. <laughs> they could just go oh, with no, him. No, 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 no. But no. But I'm. But I, but I was saying. And um. So what do you got? You got Dalton, and they don't have the young backup. He's gone, right? He went somewhere else. McCarron. He went to, McCarron went somewhere but else. I think so. McCarron's a free agent now too. But I'm. But I'm saying. The Bengals could draft one if there's a, one of these guys they like. So four, all four could be gone before us if those yeah, two they decide. Could. Yeah, but I don't know. I think it's I think it's very very likely that one of them is there at thirteen, and one the fourth the one we haven't even mentioned is, uh, is it Daniel Jones or David Jones. I forget. I know oh, I got the guy it wrong. from Duke. Yeah, I got it wrong on the last podcast. I think it's Daniel Jones. I'm gonna say Daniel Jones. Anyway, um, I think thirteen's too high for him. Daniel. I was right. Cool. I was wrong last time. He is, he is uh, on, uh, he's traveling tonight on a plane, actually. I don't know if you knew that. Where? Uh, he, well, you can see the red tail lights. They're heading to Spain. I don't know. I... You don't know? It's an old, it's an old John song. Daniel. Oh, okay. Daniel. Uh, oh, yeah. Okay. I'm old, so I know these things. Yeah, not Daniel. I was thinking Daniel Jones. I was thinking uh, of the full name. It's the, Yeah, okay. Yeah. Speaking of old, uh, we'll give Rob a, a birthday shout out uh, because I, I'm ignore. I'm you know what? I'm his not birthday partici- is on Monday. I'm and not participating this year. We'll give you guys a free shout out if you guess how old he is uh, so via email or old. through Twitter. So once again, at Twitter, capital T blowhole at Twitter, and then our email is theblowholeradio at gmail.com. If you can guess how old 
Rob is going to be on Monday. I am going to tell you it's a big, big number. But you I can all you, probably count that high. I will give you. I'll give you one hint. I was betting on the Miami Dolphins before they had Marino. Dang, that's insane. So seventy's not out of the realm of possibility for you guys. That could be. It is a big birthday for. Honestly, you. they've they've seen how senile I am and how bad I butcher names. So I feel some days I do feel seventy. So, guess how old Rob is on Monday? And uh, we'll get you a shout out on the on the show. Um, any other draft speculation? So what I would like to see happen, um, and if, if I was running the team, I stand pat at 13. I really do believe a quarter, one of the, one of the, the top three is actually going to be there at 13. I'm not sure which one I, so in my heart of heart, I hope it's Drew Luck, Drew Luck, not Luck, Drew Luck. That's who I want. Um, and then they have a pick in every round. They don't have multiples. Um, I don't think there's going to be making any trades or any big moves to get any other. So let's let's just before, draft picks, additional draft picks in this draft. Before we leave this this thing, because the one and maybe maybe we maybe you know what, let's we'll tackle this next time. I want to look at the teams after us who might who might pull a a uh, a Kansas City like with the Mahomes. Like nobody expected there was no reason for them to draft a quarterback. Like a good team who who wouldn't be bla- wasting a first round pick. I want to see if there's any of these guys that may trade up, you know, whether it's the Steelers, right? They're bl- they yeah. just lost Bell and do they if there's a guy they like, do they move up and get one of these guys and let him sit a year behind Roethlisberger? We'll look into that. Let's take a break and then we'll come back and talk about what we think the Dolphins are going to do with the rest of the draft outside of the first round. Stay tuned. Most of the time, we talk about tech in terms of a handful of gigantic companies like Google, Meta, and Apple. But some of the most interesting stuff we find online is the product of a single person. When you're working on your own, I think there's this beauty of being able to come up with an idea and then implement it. Then, in that moment, you don't have to have permission from someone else. There's no red tape. In the Vergecast series, Solo Acts, we'll get to know these people, the tech they use to get stuff done, and the obstacles they face trying to compete with the giants. Some people that I talk to and my friends are like, you know, your competitors are Zuckerberg and Musk. Like, aren't you kind of, like, afraid of that? Every Monday, our friend Ashley Escada will be curating and hosting these interviews and sharing with us what she's learned. I can't believe the McRib locator was originally a tornado locator. Right. <laughs> Pretty wild. Listen to our Solo Acts miniseries now in the Vergecast feed, anywhere you find podcasts. And we're back. Woo, that sounded good. I love these hard seltzers. Ah. <laughs> All right, um, so before the break, we were talking about we think there's going to be a quarterback there at 13. If if not, um, I'm assuming they go pass rusher at 13. Just, so Just given the, the, the dearth of talent in this draft at that position, yeah. and if for some reason there is a crazy run on quarterbacks before 13, that means they're going to get tremendous so, value at pass rusher at 13. I'm going to go on the record now, and I'm going to say none of those four will be. Well, maybe Jones, but I don't think he – but it's just every year, like somebody it, – it, there's always that run. It's that cra- – people go crazy, and I don't – But nobody needs a quarterback we're right gonna, now. We're going to go through it. Maybe somebody does. That's fine. We'll talk Next week we'll talk we'll, – we'll tackle that. But my gut sells me, even though I don't see it, I still think it's going to happen. So let me ask you this. What do you want to happen? Because I'm, I'm on record as saying I want there to be one of those quarterbacks there so they can draft him. Would you rather have them be gone and then have them get one of, like, an elite pass rusher? 
So I kind of want to put, I'm just, I'm going to put, I'm going to let the universe tell me you, I'm going to put it out <laughs> there. And if, if, if one of those guys is good, let him fall. If we're going to get a better guy next year, let him not. But the, honestly, that's a really weak answer. It's terrible. Man. I want one. I want. <laughs> I think I want. I want. If I want the top three, Joe. I want. Oh, I don't I, want Jones. I don't. I think thirteen yeah. is too high for Jones. I agree. So, so if if I, but I want the top three at thirteen. I mean, it's not going to be Murray, but if and it's not going to be Hat. It's really. It's not. It's, it's lock. It's lock is the only shot. Yeah. we have. And if he falls, to, if he falls to thirteen, cool. I think that'd be awesome, and I and that's and I would like that to happen. I would like Murray to fall to thirteen. I might actually like Locke more than Haskins. I don't know. I'm, I'm a little just about well, whatever. We're not getting either of them, Murray <laughs> or Haskins. All right. So what I'm asking you, like, which scenario do you want? Do you want Drew Locke or do you want an I want elite Drew pass Locke. rusher? Yeah. Cool. So we're in the same. We're in the same. All right. And you guys share your thoughts with us as well via email. Let us know or via Twitter um, where you're leaning on uh, which direction the Dolphins go in the first round. And you don't have to choose elite pass rusher. You can say offensive line or or whatever yeah. position. That, that's yeah. If you quarterback or anything else. Okay. I have seen mock drafts with them getting like a like a corner, and like I just I just don't understand. That's, that's, that's like stupid. They're. That's the area where they're, they like actually have depth. They have gaping holes. And we just holes. signed one. Yeah, I know. They have gaping holes on on offensive line and defensive line and quarterback. Those are the glaring needs. And they're going to need some linebackers oh, as well. Oh, speaking of cornerback, Tony Lippett re-signed with the Giants. That's fantastic. I don't know if it was the Giants. It was somebody it's else. It's the Giants, I saw. Um, yeah, he'll make them forget about he'll make them forget all about Odell Beckham because Tony Lippett was a wide receiver in college. And Odell Beckham would play uh, safety on the Hail Mary. Kind of like Gronk. Like Gronk. <laughs> Whoa. Um, hey, you guys remember that? That was so fun. Um, so the rest of the draft. Um, this draft is extremely heavy on defensive line talent from everything that the prognosticators have been saying. I don't really know that much because I don't watch college football that closely. We've established that. It sounds like, and looking at the combine, there were some freak performances there from some of the defensive linemen. Um, and that uh, that wide receiver from Mississippi, that uh, DK Metcalf. Did oh you see yeah, that? <laughs> but Jesus. that seems. But I mean, honestly, it seemed like that guy that wins the combine and oh, gets sure. overdrafted. Yeah, but it sure. was insane because I never had heard of him before. Like, like I didn't. In, I mean, I watched some college football, but I mean, anyway, that was insane. I mean, the guy's a monster, and he ran a. I mean, so see, here's a fun one. This one, this one, this, here's a here's a. Just looking, because you said that, so I made a quick look. So CBS Sports has a, a mock draft from within the last, like, day. All the mocks I've seen have been ridiculous. Like, they're, they're, they're silly. So th- this one has what I was saying. This has the Raiders trading up to get Murray, picking Murray first. That's not going to happen. It, I, don't, I wouldn't put it in my mock. I, if I was betting, I think it's less likely to happen. It's a possibility, but I think it's a it's a thirty five percent possibility. That's way too high. I know, but that's what I say. What's your put put a number on it? Given everything the Raiders have done in free agency, including like the Antonio Brown Derek Carr like love fest on social media, um, I would give it a five percent chance of happening. Do you know what? I'm lowering my thing because I'm looking at the rest of this, and they actually have the Giants trading up to three with the Jets to take Haskins. Why the hell would they do that? That's stupid. These guys are worse in their job at me, and I'm not that good. (laughs) 
But oh, look, Drew Locke ten to the Broncos. Yeah, I mean that one, that is more likely to me than the Raiders trading up to get Kyler Murray. That's going to happen. I saw a mock draft with the Raiders taking Drew Locke at four or wherever they were actually picking. Right. Yeah, staying at four and drafting Oh, Drew for Locke. Drew Locke? Yeah, I was like, because Gruden coached him in the Senior Bowl, I was like, are you <laughs> serious? But I don't... And then the Broncos are another one. I mean, they have Flacco, and they, made a, they signed a bunch of free agents. So that screams winning out of me. That, that does not scream like a team that's going to take a quarterback with the 10th pick in the draft. But... It's but that's a quarterback of the future. It's it's. I'm just saying it's a copycat Fair. league. Sure, the, they can do it. The Chiefs took Mahomes early when they could have used another skill player and let him sit one year behind their behind their guy who was better than Flacco right now. Alex Smith in his Chiefs year was better than Joe Flacco right now, and they still made that trade for him. And and did it. So they also have, and I will say this about the Chiefs: they have Andy Reid, who's a guy who has proven quarterback that he can develop whisper. quarterbacks. Yeah, the Broncos do not have that. I'm not saying it'll be successful. I'm saying it's no right. Yeah, I'm just saying. I mean, like we're it's not like the exact same situation. I'm saying the Broncos. If the so it's not full on copycat here. No, but 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 I it's not full on copycat. But I think I think that I have the Broncos taking one of those top three. As more than 50%. Taking a quarterback at 10, the Broncos. Yes. I Any quarterback. Top three. I don't think... If the three are gone, I don't know if they do it for... Uh, sure. Well, one of the top three at 10. Um, and, and, and honestly, maybe it's, just, maybe it's just two. Maybe they only have two that they like, and, may, and one of them could be Locke. I'm just saying... I'm giving that... I'll give that a 35% chance. You're... On, on math day, your math is screwed up. I don't think so. I think that's. I think that there's more. There's a higher probability that they're going to draft like a pass rusher or something that's going to help them now, as opposed to a quarterback for the future. But who knows? I mean, I think it's more likely than the Raiders trading up for Kyler Murray. That's for sure. We didn't even talk about that Odell Beckham trade. No, no, we didn't. Honestly, then that was like the big. You know, and I guess it's not technically free agency news, but. It's Let's, day one of the league news. How about that? I mean, I guess all that that trade was all one trade, I guess, because it all went down. They, so it was they ended Beckham up washing and, the they ended up washing away the the pick swap of the other trade too. Oh, the Olivier Vernon trade. Yeah, there was a pick swap in that that they did away with in this trade. Okay, so they get so the or the Browns get Olivier Vernon and Odell Beckham Jr., who are two young. Trans, I, Od- Odell is a transcendent player. Odell's Olivia transcendent. Vernon Olivia Vernon is, is a, a good is a player, good pass probably overpaid, but not, definitely overpaid. Yeah. But a very good, very good player. And what do the Browns run a three four? I don't know, but they so they gave up. What is it, uh, Jabril Peppers? Jabril Peppers, a starting offensive guard, a good offensive guard too. Zeitler's right. a good guard, and then a first round pick, a third round pick, and that's it. Right? That's it. Two picks. Two starters for two all for two Pro Bowl. Guys. So I'm not gonna lie. My first reaction, just because I've heard the rumors of Odell being traded were like flipping around so long, I was I wasn't surprised by it like the rest of the, the um rest of the country. And after like Antonio Brown, I realized totally different scenario, but after he only got like a third round pick or whatever it was, 
I was like, oh, you know what? That's, I wouldn't have done it, but that's a decent haul. And the more I think about it, I'm like, my God, that's a terrible, 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 terrible trade. Well, they're in burn it down mode, I guess. I know. But he's still young. That's the thing. Like, he's so The only young. thing is if you think the young quarterback you're going to bring in isn't going to be able to handle the locker room with Odell, and you want this guy to just hand the ball to Saquon, and you don't want to have to, you know, fee- you know worry about him crying— I mean, you got a first and a third and a, and a, you know. God, I, I think Haskins could handle that. Like, I think. But here's the thing. But why, but like, why are you letting Landon Collins go? But then like, I don't like. Landon Collins got overpaid. Like that, that's, that's. But you're, they, you're paying corner. You're paying shutdown corner money for an in the box safety, which is but ridiculous. They, but what, but I think they, but they could, they didn't even tender. Like they could have tried to tender him before that. Like I'm Who, a, Collins, yeah, I suppose. I don't know. I mean, to take the draft compensation that they're going to get for at, at that point, like I mean, you'll you'll get a third round draft pick for him. But then they've gone and spent on other guys. Like they've done weird things. I agree. I'm not pretending like what the Giants have done is. I mean, you have Odell Beckham's the best wide receiver in the NFL. You have the best wide receiver in the NFL who's 26 years old. You have Saquon Barkley, who will probably be the best running back in the NFL within the next three years. And then you and you're going to get Dwayne Haskins to play quarterback most likely. Um, that is a very very good foundation for an offense. Like I don't know. I mean, you're overpaying Odell Beckham, but whatever. Like I mean, you got to overpay some. You got to overpay some guys, especially transcendent talents that are 26 years old. Hey, you know what that music means? We'll see you guys maybe next week, maybe the week after, but we'll be back soon. Next week, email us. At T Blowhole on Twitter. The Blowhole Radio at gmail.com. Correct. Sorry, I froze there. Hello, I'm Nilay Patel, the editor-in-chief of The Verge and host of Decoder, a business podcast where I interview CEOs about big ideas, the problems that come from those ideas, and how they make decisions. It is also surprisingly about org charts. It comes up a lot. We're launching a new limited series that we're calling the Centennial Series, where I talk to CEOs of companies that are over 100 years old, like Xerox, Barnes & Noble, and more. There's no 100-year-old company that's without its struggles, and it's been fascinating to talk to these CEOs about which parts of these companies' history are important and which parts they can let go. A little spoiler for you, if a company is over 100 years old, there's a lot of drama to talk about. It's been a good time. You can listen to the Centennial series right in the Decoder feed. New episodes of Decoder are out on Tuesday, and the Centennial series is out on Thursdays. Check it out. We think you're really going to like it. You can get it wherever you get your podcasts. Support for this episode came from NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Last year, you may have made some smart decisions, and you may have made some not-so-smart decisions, like going all in on that one crypto exchange. The good news is making smart financial decisions is easier than you think. Smart Wallet's Smart Money Podcast has the weekly know-how you need to get ahead. Sean and Sarah, the hosts of Smart Money, break down the latest financial news and give you honest, objective money advice. Subscribe to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast, wherever you get your podcasts.